everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season eight, episode 14, the one with the secret closet. Ooh, so secret. Why is such so a secret? secret? Oh, why such a big secret? Um, this is a funny episode. It's got a lot going on. It does. It has a it lot does. going on. It wouldn't, it is one of those ones where if it didn't happen, it wouldn't matter. It, and it could actually fit anywhere in the season. Ooh. Well, I should have thought of that sooner. Oh, could it not? Okay, jokes. Oh, um, sorry. Rachel and Ross's Everything except line. for, yes. Yeah. Everything except for Joey. I'm thinking the, um, the Chandler and Monica and the Phoebe and yep. Monica. That could yep. happen anytime. <clears throat> yep. Um, so we've got the opening and Phoebe comes over and is like, hey, I left my guitar here and knocking on Monica's door. And Monica's like talking to her through the chain. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm-hmm, okay, gotta go by. And she's like, do you want to like hang out or something? You want me to play for you guys? And Monica's like, no, no, you know, Chandler's here and, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So she goes to leave, and then Chandler arrives, and she's like, uh, whoops. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> so they finally go inside, and Monica is cheating on Phoebe with a masseuse. Yes, By cheating another on her, at home. I mean saying she's a massage virgin and sleeping with this lady or something like that. Oh, wow. I really went too far on that. I went too far on it. I went too far. Um Alexandra. But, oh, she has a name. Oh, she has a name. Um, so Phoebe is upset that Monica is getting massaged by somebody else because she said, I don't like massages. Um, before they have this civilized conversation, though, Phoebe's like, come on, Chandler, let's get out of here. And Chandler's oh like, my gosh. Oh, I mean, I live here. And he's like, OK. Yeah, OK. I'm not. <laughs> and she just like stares at him. It's so funny. It's so funny. I love when Phoebe gets mad like that. Um, but when they're talking about it, Monica's like, you know, you're my friend. I would be naked. It would be weird. And Phoebe's like, I'm a professional. And also, I've seen you naked. But why? <laughs> yeah, um, when? So, okay. So, when you obviously, you are naked when you get a massage or as naked as you want to be. But yes. you're covered. Yes. Um, first of all, do you like massages? Do you get them? Yes, I like them. Um, I don't get them as frequently as I wish I could, mm-hmm. um, but I do like them. Yes, I they're, okay. they're like I get them as a treat. Yeah, same here. Like I might get one or two a year. I wish I got more, but um, actually, now that I said that, I'm like, have I had a massage this year? I don't think I have. <laughs> I had um, one a couple months ago, but I was like really 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 sore Mm. and um i got a place recommended that wasn't too expensive and so i was like yep doing it and it was awesome but that was i think the only one i've had all year so i used to go Um, to there was a massage school like a esthetician massage school like where we lived where we grew up and it was 25 dollars for an hour-long massage because oh, they have to do gosh. a certain number of credit of like hours. hours. Uh-huh. And I, but I bet they're just as good, right? Well, they've all been trained. They're just getting their hours in. So, yeah, they were awesome. Um, and especially if, being like 22, I was like, this is perfect for me. If anybody lives in Chicago, there was a place in, I want to say River North, but I can't exactly remember where it was, called Heavenly Massage. Mm-hmm. And everybody I ever went to there was amazing to the point where I was like do you know what I don't care like I'm gonna just start budgeting this in I'm gonna do this once a month it is so nice um but then I moved away from Chicago and never came back so you guys go to heavenly for me it was if it's still there it was so nice yeah I do love a good massage oh I think the last massage now I'm thinking the last massage I got someone got me a gift card for my birthday in 2021 okay and I used that gift card, I guess I, well, it was like a year ago. It was like last, last year in the fall. So like fall 2021, but it was really fancy. It was like at a really fancy hotel. So Is I like went and I spent my day there. No, that was a, that was a few years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that was really nice too. That was really nice. It's only so um, much you can do when you live far away from your best friend. Know. It's so nice. 
Um, but yeah, I used to just go to the massage school, which was great when I was, especially when I was on a budget, even though, did I ever Actually, tell you? that's a good idea. I feel like a lot of places probably have massage schools, so that'd be worth, oh, I'm sure. worth, worth looking up. Oh, yeah, definitely worth looking up. And like I said, they've done their training. They're just getting their hours, you know? Um, so, and also, a lot lower risk than, like, going to the hair school, which I used to do, too. Oh. But when someone is using scissors and chemicals on your head, it's, like, really hard. I mean, you can have, like, not the best massage, but they're not going to, like, ruin your hair. You might just not. It'd be like, oh, I could have used, like, more or less pressure, less talk, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, you still get your muscles smushed. But the massage <laughs> school started doing facials and, like, esthetician stuff. And I'd never mm-hmm. had a facial. So I'm probably, like, 25 and I'm like, well, for 25 bucks, you know, I could get a facial. Why not? So I go and, you know, I took all my like jewelry off. I took all my makeup off and they put like the little, you've had facials. They put like the headband on you, you know, the mm-hmm. little like paper headband around your hair. So it stays back. And she's like washing my face. And then she's like, do you want me to do extractions? I'm like, yes, please. So she starts the extractions and she just starts going to town on my nose and you guys have never seen me up Ow. close, but I actually don't have very big pores. Like I have, I actually have a few now that I'm older, but like for the most part, I have pretty small pores. I never really had terrible skin until I had adult acne when I was like 30. But like I've never really had like big issues on my skin. And she was just like carving at the side of my nose it hurts so and I'm trying to like keep a straight face and I'm like she's learning you've never had a facial before maybe this is normal da 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 finally she goes out and comes back with another person and they're like whispering off to the side and then the other person is looking and she's like I'm so sorry you just have this one giant pore on your nose and we're like trying to extract it and I was like oh my gosh that is my nose ring hole I had taken my nose ring out. I assumed I had to. And she thought the hole in my face was a giant pore. And she was so mortified. I'm like, I'm sure this girl is probably still, you know, has nightmares about this. She was so apologetic. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. You're learning. This is how you learn. (laughs) I guess that's how you learn. Because I'm sure every every time since, she'd be like, do you have any facial piercings I should know about? Um, But yeah, it was really funny. And like, it was really, I think it was even funnier because I had no idea. I'd never had a facial before. Like, I wouldn't know that that, I didn't expect that. But I was also like, you never know. I guess this is normal. They just carve your face up. So she just Um, went to town on my nose ring. Just heads up for anybody. I had an esthetician I went to only a couple times in Chicago and um, I had some blackheads on my nose. And she was mm-hmm. like, do you know what? Because I think I said, I was like, oh, yeah, can you clean? And she was like, she was like, actually, like, it's not good for you for me to just be like trying to like, because she's like, basically, I guess it depends on your skin. Um, I don't have oily skin. I have very dry skin or yeah. dehydrated, I guess that's what they call it. They're like, you're not actually dry. You're just dehydrated. But um, she was like, you are better off like basically going home and like wash your face morning and night for the next few days which maybe most people do that I do not um wash my face twice a day she's like hi can you wash your face and you might have no problems well she was like your skin is basically just dehydrated and so it's like not opening your pores enough to let stuff clean out of them like it's like Mm. she's like if I was in there and like trying to like extract stuff right now it would like actually like be quite harsh and she's like I think you just need to like your your skin just basically needs to relax a little bit and it'll like kind Mm. of take care of itself I was like oh that's good to know but I guess now that I'm saying it out loud that could just because I've got dry skin maybe oily skin would be different hmm interesting that's my story yeah I do get facials now now I do it as like a it's funny thinking about a 25 year old because it is like you're probably just like, I, remember I don't even being think young, I put like, moisturizer on then. I, okay, if I'm being honest, I didn't used to wash my face because I didn't wear makeup. And so I was like, well, I don't have to wash anything off. And the yeah. lady was like, no, oh, no, like, hun, you still, no. I would wash my, I'd like wash my face in the shower, but I wouldn't like wash my face every night. 
Yeah. And she was, because I was like, well, I don't have makeup on. I have nothing to wash off. And she's like, just the normal, like, (laughs) dirt and grime from the day. And I was like, oh. So I was going to learn somehow. Yeah. Well, I was talking, I feel like skincare is now really popular and fashionable. Um, like it's probably a pretty good thing to be fashionable, but like my 16 year old niece was like, oh yeah, I got a new vitamin C serum. I was like, you know what a vitamin C serum is? We were like the extent of our skincare. Yeah. The extent of our skincare was using like, um, St. Ives, like that, that gritty scrub, the apricot scrub. Oh, the apricot scrub. Yes. And then like, uh, Seabreeze astringent. And we were just like, yep, face is good. Witch hazel. <laughs> yeah, toner. I mean, like, oh. oh my gosh, so much astringent, so much toner, so much like scrubby stuff taking off every layer of skin. No moisturizer. Moisture was the enemy. You didn't want to have oily skin. Oh, I used moisturizer, I think. Oh, you did? But I've always I had didn't. dry skin. Yeah, I guess I've had dry skin. I just. But it was just know. like oil of Olay. I mean, not that it's battering, mm. but just like, I don't know. I'm just also thinking like when you're 25. Maybe some people do have, like, skin stuff at 25 they need to. But I I think for me, it was, like, if I was going to spend money, it was going to be on a massage rather than just, like, poking and prodding my face. Yeah, Because I was like, nah, it's not that. Whereas now, I'm like, no, this is, like, my face need. This is not. This is, like, required maintenance. (laughs) Yeah. Required by law. (laughs) Yeah. So I I, I do get facials more regularly, but I decided to make that – I don't know. I was just like, I'm either going to need to start investing in some more heavy-duty makeup or I can just invest in my skin. Ashley, just get a new face if you want. They got them on Amazon, two-day prime. Do a face off. Just get a new face. It's fine. Easy. Good Good um, point. It's so easy. Yeah, just order one. Come on. You're a scientist. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Phoebe's like, you know, this is my job and I'm a professional and, you know, so... I think it would – well, one, I think it would be weird – not that it would be weird to be massaged by your friend, but I don't know that I would, like, instantly look there for my base. I have been massaged by a friend before, and it's not weird at all. I, I don't think it's weird anyway. Like, it wasn't weird for me. But I would I would feel really bad if there was a good or service I provided and my friend lied to me about liking it and secretly went somewhere else to do it. Wouldn't you have just rather her, her like Monica said, like, Phoebe, I'm just really uncomfortable. Yes. I mean, I guess she tried that and Phoebe was still like, just let, no, like, let's do it. But I guess she could have just tried it once. I don't know. I have a friend, yes. not in New Zealand, though. I don't know. It's a good question, actually. I don't know if I would, because um, it's the naked thing, right? Like, that's the, because I've, I'm trying to think about friends that provide goods and services and whether or not I use them. I have a friend that's a Pilates instructor and I've used her and I love her. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who's a therapist and I wouldn't go to him, but I think that's also Well, kind that's of a, conflict a conflict of interest. And you're not yes, supposed to. That's yeah. Different. I have a, like if I had any friends who did personal training, I might go to the I'd go to them unless I was like, eh, I actually don't like or like nutritionists or whatever. Like I'd go to them unless I didn't like like, I'd try them, at least. Do you know what I mean? I'd try them and make a decision on whether I like their program or not. Yeah. If I had a friend that did facials, I'd go to them. And facials, you're, well, you're just, like, top half naked. But you're so under the... So let me ask you this. Covers the whole time. What? Why do you want to be naked around a stranger more than your friend? Oh, I don't think it's that you want to. I think it's just <laughs> no, that I like, know. you never have to see that person again. Or, like... um. I'm, you know, I'm just thinking, like, would I mind? Because I guess if your friend was massaging you, it's just that, like, they're sitting there staring at your body for, like, an hour. So they're yeah. seeing, like, every little wrinkle and blip and, like. Yeah, but they you... do it all day. I guess I feel like it's like. Okay, let me ask you this. If you had a friend who was Don't say a. It. Don't yeah, gynecologist. It. Would you go to them? No, but that is truly naked. That is all up in your business. <laughs> a massage, you're covered, you're wearing a strapless dress. It's just basically 2001 all over again. Well, I mean, they do like... Rub your body. 
No, I was thinking like pull your leg out, right? And like massage your leg. And so it's like sometimes they like get really low down your back too. Yeah, I guess. Okay, that's my butt, but. Yeah, but I guess I think like they do it a million times a day. And so it's just, it's just what they do. Like. That's gynecologists do it a million times a day I know, but uh, I just. (laughs) Sorry if any of you are gynecologists, but I really question who is like, that's what I want my job to be. I just don't get it. It doesn't seem like a good time. Okay. I did say this to Ben the other day because uh, um, I think I have a, I fr- I have a friend who I think she married a gynecologist, a man, which is mm-hmm. like a very normal – I don't know. I don't know why. And like I've never spoken to her about it. So like maybe there – she gets this all the time and she has good re- – but like I was saying to Ben, I was like, I just – I don't know what it is. I think I would not like it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I know that it's like for work and it's not like, ooh. But I was like – still and I was just like for example I was like Ben how would you feel if I like was like a penis doctor (laughs) I don't know what they're called but you know what I mean prostate no that's like or like a urologist it's a urologist um but I, I was just like I don't know I feel like it'd be really similar like I don't know people have to do it and I'm very thankful for those doctors because you know like health is important so I'm really really thankful for them and I know that they are professionals but there is something weird about like I don't know I don't know what it is yeah we're not trying to yuck on anyone's yum Uh, we're just we we truly don't understand I would I would actually love if anybody out there is married to a urologist or gyno or Or is one has a friend that does this or is one like it just explain it to us please but Ashley, you have to admit, somebody rubbing your shoulders with a towel over you is way different than the being literally all up in your hoo-ha. <laughs> it, it is. But I don't know what kind of <laughs> like, massages you get. Like, they're not even close. It, a massage is not somebody rubbing your shoulder with towels on it. Like, you're still, like, like they you're under the sheet, but then when they're going to work on an area, they uncover it. So, like, Yeah. I don't know. But it is very different than like spread them. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going I in. think I think I would have a harder time one with someone of the opposite sex. So like a close male friend, I would never a male friend. I would never want to do it, even though I Zero. don't really want a oh, male masseuse massage? anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Um, But like having a female friend do it, it's like I, I don't know. I guess I didn't even. It wasn't weird at all. When I did it. But I also don't think she's not like a best friend or anything. And I certainly wasn't like, oh, no, I hate massages. I don't get them. No, thanks. None for me. Thanks. You know. (laughs) So I think that's probably more hurtful is the sneaking behind her back. Um, Yes. Agree. And I know she says, but, you know, you're my friend and I'd be naked. And she uses that as her excuse after she's been lying to her for how long, you know. Three years, according to Chandler. I said, if. If it oh, helps. If. <laughs> if it helps. Yeah, right. So, like, you know. That's sad. I, I would feel that, hurt as that well. That would suck. It's just, like, I understand, you know, even if they don't understand, you can say what you think, and they can have feelings about it, but, like, lying to them about it, it's just really crappy. Um, So, Monica, Phoebe's like, please, just give me a shot. And so, Monica's like, okay, I'll give you a shot. And, you know. I like how she's like, are you under the sheet? Good, (laughs) let's begin. (laughs) Um, Mm. Yeah, and so Phoebe's like, you know, giving her massage. Very traditional. No Tonka trunks. Sure. Um, I think the one thing that would make me second guess wanting to get a massage from a friend is I think I would feel obligated to chit chat with them. Mm. and during a massage I want to just like essentially fall asleep um yeah I do chat with my facialist um and I don't mind chit-chatting with them Mm -hmm. but like that is also like the facials I get are not necessarily relaxing again they're necessary and so it's like yeah but a massage I'm going in there to like really just try to like let go and relax and I yeah like if a friend was doing it I would Unless we said at the beginning, like, oh, you know, do you mind if I just, like, not talk and just chill or whatever? Yeah. That would be my one thing, is I'd feel a little bit bad being like, okay, do your service while I lay here quietly. I don't know. 
yeah i think that's i think that's fair that's and you like could a fair, talk about that you could set you the could expectation. totally talk about that yeah and be like normally when i get a massage is what i want to do so anyway so they get it all set up and phoebe's giving her a massage and monica's like oh that actually pressure is really nice wow phoebe you're good and she's like well stating the obvious so it thank you um and so then monica starts to really relax and then she sounds like a ghost who is being serviced why a ghost <laughs> i don't know just the ooh. The ooh, ooh, ooh <laughs> there's ooh, a ooh, yeah. lot of oohs <laughs> oh yeah phoebe <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't, like, seriously, I know we say that, like, how do they keep a straight face when, I guess, Monica, um, uh, Courtney Cox didn't have to because she was face down in the thing, so she could have been laughing, but. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. (sighs) Were you going to say, could you imagine this happening to you? Yes. Like. No. I'm always nervous. If I was Phoebe, I'd probably been like, okay, can you stop that? (laughs) Yeah. Matt will give me a foot massage, and I'm always like, ah, that's nice, you know? Yes, but you're not like... So, but I am always <laughs> worried when I get an actual massage that I'm just going to be like, ah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I don't. I keep it buttoned up because I'm not Monica. Um, and she's like screaming, which makes it all... If she was just like, oh, nice. Oh, wow. So that's still not great, though. It's still not great. I don't want to hear it. No. It's not good. And it's really funny when Phoebe tries to cover her ears and just oh like my gosh. use her um, elbows. So funny. Yeah. And then finally they go to the coffee house and she's like, oh, man, Phoebe, that massage was so great. And she's like, what do we say to a weekly appointment? OK, Monica, you high roller weekly appointment. I know. I was like, wow. Maybe she's expecting, like friends and family discount. Again, she is on her feet all day at the, true. At the restaurant. True. So I was like, maybe this is something that like you need to, you know, maybe it is almost like a hazard of the job type thing. But yeah. I was like, that is frequent. And Phoebe's like, I've raised my rates to 200 an hour. I mean, 500. 500. 600. <laughs> and finally, she's like, oh, my gosh, you make sex noises when you get mas- massaged. I tried to hurt you. It just spurred you on. <laughs> oh. And they cut this out. But she, Monica goes, oh, my gosh, that's why Alexandria wears earplugs. Oh, Not yeah. because she hates Enya. <laughs> she doesn't hate Enya. And she's so embarrassed. Poor thing. I know. Which I would, I mean, that would be embarrassing. But once again, wouldn't you rather have a friend tell you? <laughs> Yes, that's true. Um, and she's like, I have clients that make the same noises. Well, not clients. They're lovers. But, yeah, you know, you what do? are you going to do? Well, not clients. <laughs> lovers. Uh, but then she's like, it's okay. Let's try it again. You know, now that you know, like, it'll be fine. Phoebe is pretty nice about the whole thing. She is. She really is. And um, then at the end, they try it again. And Monica's and ooing Monica and awing. And yeah, hasn't She doesn't changed. hold back. And Phoebe's just like, oh, come on. You like that, don't you? And then they were like, uh, <laughs> it's getting awkward. Oh, there's a part There's a part where Monica's like, I do not make sex noises. And Phoebe's like, oh, okay, what do you call this? Ooh, ooh, yeah. Oh. And then that guy looks over and she's like, did you hear something you liked? <laughs> there's something you liked. Um, but at the end when she's, she's like, say my name, say it. And then she's like, okay, now I'm going to cover you back up with the sheet. <laughs> We won't be speaking to you for several weeks. Several weeks, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. Um, the next thing we have going on is, well, Joey is living in Fantasyland, and he is dreaming about Rachel having having birth, giving birth, having um, his baby via birth. Yes, having his baby via birth, and him being the best sex she's ever had, and. Holding the baby and then seeing Ross's face as the baby saying, I hope you're a better father than you are a friend. <laughs> oh um, and during that dreamless sleep, Rachel comes in and is like, the, the baby's kicking. The baby's kicking. She's like that annoying girl soccer player. Mia Hamm. Mia Hamm. Um, but that has got to be a wild feeling to oh feel a baby kick in you. I, I just, it must be crazy. Like, we don't plan to have kids, but I always 
like I don't regret that decision but sometimes I'm like I think I'm gonna regret that I never felt pregnancy it's just gotta be wild Renee you should go surrogate for somebody then. just go be a go have a baby just sign yourself up I just oh, I'll never recover <laughs> and not at this age think- we wouldn't they'd be like oh thank no. you but no you're fine sorry we <laughs> don't need any we is- don't need any vintage <laughs> ovens yeah no I also don't think I think that would be emotionally too hard for me to give the baby away even though it wouldn't be my baby yeah okay um, I understand I don't think I don't think I could do it I really really admire people who do I think it's like the most beautiful and selfless thing I could imagine and I'm just apparently not that selfless selfless though um but yeah so she's feeling the baby kick da, da, da. and the next day at the coffee shop Rachel's like the baby's kicking and Ross does his like this. hand yeah. flop his classic flip, flip. from the intro um trying to feel it and she's like well, it was last night but we would love to see you do that again and so they're kind of telling the story and you know she's like I went to Joey's room and the baby was kicking and Ross starts to feel FOMO you know he's like yeah you know I should be there for the first time and I don't want to miss the baby stuff so here's my pager number which wow wow <laughs> pagers did wow it, did your dad have a pager yeah he did. Yeah, mine did too. For, my it mom was like a work had a pager. pager. Yeah. My mom had, I think it must have been when my dad got a cell phone that my mom had the pager. That um, is such a like, we should, oh my gosh, pagers. Like, what was that, like a 10 year window in time that those were relevant? Maybe. I don't even know if it was that long, to be honest. Well, because then you know people how, started like, getting things- cell phones. Yeah, but even when you get cell phones, a bunch of people still have pagers. And so they kind of yeah, takes true. a while for them to like drip out. But um, uh, pagers. Remember that one kid in our middle school who had a pager? No. Oh, we used to always make fun of him and say it was probably he was always like talking about people paging him. And we're like, who is paging you? All of us are right here. It's probably your mom. Is it JMFJ? No. It's KS. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, it probably wasn't even, like, hooked up to the phone. Because you had to have it on, like, it was, like, your, like, Motorola page. I mean, it or, probably like, was. AT&T. I feel like his parents, didn't he have an older sister? So he probably, like. He, he had an older brother. Got the benefit. Oh, older brother. So I bet it was, like, his older brother's old one or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, we were, like, just a little bit too young to have pagers and by the time we were really old enough to have them pretty much everyone was just gonna get cell phones yeah so like did your sister have a pager i can't remember to be honest she didn't get a cell phone until she was like in like she was like 20 or something and so i don't think she ever had a pager um yeah she was also driving around a 1975 vw beetle so she was not really like cutting edge with technology um which is more more classic, more vintage. Um, but I think it's – sorry, were you going to say something else? No, I was just thinking like they're kind of – like they're a bit of useless technology because if you don't have a phone, you can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, it was that weird like – it was that weird like gap between – Yeah. Like so house phones were a thing. Okay, cool. And then you've got – answering machine so if you're not home you've got your answering machine and then it's like well what's the next step we'd like to like be able to get in touch with you while you're out right but they hadn't invented mobile phones yet and so it was yeah. like well we can give that we can like do a one-way signal to this device yeah to wherever you are it was basically we can text this we can like send a text to this device yeah, yeah. but it, it couldn't do two-way and so right. then if you got a page you had to like go find a phone yeah. And call whoever paged you. And so it was like right. you had to know the number of who was paging. Or maybe you like. Well, usually it was a phone you, number. You would you would put in your uh, phone right. number. Sometimes people would do short messages, though, because you could. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, it's um, so funny. And so, yeah. but then cell phones came around not too far after that. And so then it was like a two-way calling situation instead of just like a one-way tracking device. Yeah, my friend works at a coffee shop. This is literally like this week. She works at a coffee shop and she said some guy came in. He's like clearly like, you know, a little bit unwell uh, individual. And he's like, where's the house phone i need to use it right away i was like was he trying to answer a page from 2007 like or 1997 what would you need what businesses just have phones hanging out for personal use these days that's like not a thing no you know i think if you were like stranded on the side of the road somebody would be like oh yeah just use my cell phone (laughs) or can i call someone for you but no one no businesses just have like phones for you to use as the public i don't think they ever did uh, I mean, restaurants and stuff, you could get, like, calls at restaurants. Yeah, but it wasn't like they were, like, but it wasn't, like, normal to be, like, oh, well, I'm here. Can I use your phone? But, like, if it was, like, we have an emergency, we need to call our babysitter, or, like, the babysitter called the restaurant because there was an emergency, like, that could happen. But, like, you could still do that today, I guess. But, like, yeah. um, I think but there it wasn't, were more like, courtesy phones like, than we think. Oh, we really? just didn't. We were never well, alone. On Friends, there's a thing where isn't somebody comes in and is like, Gunther, can I use the phone? And he's like, sure, it's for... Oh, no, Joey tries to use the phone when Rachel works at Central Perk or something. And Oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's what it's for. Random personal oh, phone yeah. calls or you whatever. You know, and you're right, because there's a pay phone in the back. Because they'll yes, call the their pay machine. pay phones, I think, Yeah, I guess that's more, more... Man, common. isn't it nice pay that we don't have to lug around, like gallon of quarters to function in everyday life do you know that um when i lived in chicago like up until the year i moved which was like what 2015 2016 i had coin op laundry in the basement and so i would have to go to the bank and get rolls of quarters to be able to do my laundry wait you had paid laundry in your basement yeah yep did you live above a laundromat no, it was a three-story big brownstone walk-up, and laundry was in the basement. It was only for the three apart. We didn't. None of them had in-unit washer dryers, um, and so it was just. It was like shared. There was like two washers, two dryers, and it was shared amongst the three, um, apart the but three you had like to floors. For it. Yes, that was a bit stingy of That's our funny. landlord to do. Um, I'm pretty sure when I lived in Lincoln Park and I had that, and it was like in like a bigger apartment building. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that was coin op too. It was, there that was like a laundry room in like a bike storage room. Yeah. Cause there was like six machines. That's like an apartment. The, you know, it was like building. 20 apartments. Yeah. It was Logan a little bit Square cheeky. One was like, yeah. Yeah. It was like three that. tenants. Our landlord lived across the street and it was coin it was operated. Like I did think it was a little a house bit cheap. Yeah. And having a coin op. <laughs> But yeah, we had to go to the bank all the time and get, well, I did. I had to go to the bank all the mm-hmm. time and get um, rolls of quarters. That so thankful funny. for my in-unit washer, well, I was about to say oh. washer dryer. We kind of have a dryer, but it, I mean, people I don't really use the dryers in New Zealand. You can, you, know? you have one. I don't know we why We have one. Don't. It's very old. Oh, it's not, it's, we're like, it's, it seems like a fire hazard, to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, I used it when I was at your house, so. Okay. We use and it. I only on, got a, like, a few a few sometimes. burn marks on my oh, clothes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's such a damp place. I feel like you'd lay out the laundry forever. I know, like doing stuff in winter. <laughs> it's like well, you just like put it on a clothes horse and like set a fan on it. But I'm like, can we? Which is essentially just like an old school dryer. <laughs> like, can right. I just use a dryer. <laughs> well, you can actually. You have one. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, just it's not it. it's not very nice on your clothes. I wouldn't yeah. want to do it regularly. Oh, that makes sense. It's kind of hard on your clothes. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, so Ross doesn't want to miss any of the pregnancy stuff. Oh, yes, sorry. I was going to say, it is really sweet that he's like, so yes, yeah. on the one hand, he doesn't want to miss baby stuff, but he's even like, honestly, Rach, like even if you just want ice cream at 3 a.m., call me. Like, yeah. that's pretty sweet. I agree. Um, And I do think like, I know that it, I wouldn't call this selfish in the sense that it's on it for me. I know he wants to be there for the baby stuff for himself. Like, he doesn't want to miss it. But I do think it's genuine that he's like, I missed all that stuff with Ben, and I just thought I'd be there for all this. And, you know. Yeah, um, totally. 
it's a and it's he a does sweet ha- he has thing. the opportunity that he could be there, right? Yes. So he's making every effort he can, um, and uh, Joey comes home a little bit later, and Rachel is like ooing and aahing in pain. And he's really mm. sweet, and he's like, hey, my sister had all the weird feelings. Let's just get you to the hospital. We're going to get you checked out. Oh, no worries. He's so good about this. He's so good. And so they go to the they go to the hospital. Apparently, it's just Braxton Hicks, which I feel like I've heard a lot about. Not fun, but I don't know anyone who's gone into the hospital with them. However, oh, okay. I did have a friend who was, like, very close to her due date. It was, like, you know, any day now. And she thought she was having contractions. And she went in. And they were, like, oh, no. You'll know when you're having contractions. This isn't Aww. This isn't it. And she was, like, That's so okay, scary. I mean, I really thought this was it. And so she went home. They went. She, they were, like, go home and get, get some sleep. She wasn't dilated, nothing. So she went home and went to sleep, and she's like, and then I got a real contraction, and I was like, okay, I know what they're talking about now. Oh, that's but so I mean, scary. I think I think any you know you and I would probably feel that same way. We'd be like, we don't know. It just this hurts a lot. Isn't this it? I kind of hoped that would be it. I kind of hoped that was going to be it. Um, where like our friend Kim, when she had her second baby. She had Braxton Hicks so intensely throughout the entire pregnancy that when she was actually in labor, she barely made it to the hospital because she just was so used to having the contractions. Oh, isn't that just... Isn't that crazy? So she's like, I went on a walk. I took a bath. I packed my bag. And then I was 10 centimeters being thrown on a gurney in the elevator and them telling me not to have the baby. (laughs) In the elevator. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Um, so anyway, Braxton Hicks, not fun from what I hear, you know. But I also, I also, it didn't seem like Rachel was just like, I'm in pain. I don't like this. She thought something was wrong. Yes, that's, and, and um, yeah, she it's thought concerning. something was wrong for the baby, which I get it. If mm-hmm. you're like, this doesn't feel good. I, like, is this hurting my baby? Is something wrong? Yeah. And... And especially if, like, you just felt your baby kick just before and now yeah. maybe they're not – you're not feeling them move as much or whatever. And yeah. poor Joey, he was still like, are you sure? Are you okay? And she's like, oh, it was really sweet. I know. It was really sweet. And so um, they get there and they're talking and Ross gets there and he's like, what's wrong? You said come to the hospital. And he was kind of freaking out. And then he minimizes her pain with the Braxton Hicks. Um, yeah, he's such a jerk about it, which it's like, um, he was like just before being like, if you need anything, let me know. And then he's like, oh, that was all it was. Right. And it's like, yeah, not very nice. Um, yeah, so they're there, they're talking about that. And, uh, the doctor says, you, don't worry. You did the right thing bringing in. You're going to be a great father, which makes Ross feel even worse. Yeah. And that's we realize Ross has Twizzlers. Twizzlers. And Mona. she was like, right, I know. He's like, Rachel's like, oh, you're going to the movies by yourself? And he's like, oh, no, I was going with Mona. Crap. I was supposed to meet her. Which, I mean, I think she would understand that you got a text that said come to the hospital. And so you just went, you know. Um, I feel like that's a good reason to be late. It was um, a little bit of her. Well, it doesn't sound like he was late. It sounds like they went in together. She went and sat down and he was going to go out and buy candy and then just never came back. That's what oh. I took this to mean. Oh. That's probably what yeah. happened, right? Like they got tickets together. Probably. She went to find seats and he just never returned. It is also a little bit of like, remember how she's like, I just don't want to get in the middle of something so complicated. Like yeah. it's a little yeah. bit her worst fears playing out here. She's You're totally like, right. Now You're right fiddle. because he did say he was in the concession stand. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Mona. It well. I mean, like we said, this is going to be complicated, and Ross just convinced her otherwise. But um, then later, um, they're all hanging out, and Ross once again very sweetly brings uh, Rachel. Lunch. Some lunch. Her favorite. Nice. Tuna and pickles. I have a question. Are mm-hmm. pregnant women allowed to eat tuna salad? 
you just have to minimize how much you eat fish in general because there's mercury content i was thinking that because remember when she goes out with joey and she orders the three pound lobster i was like Mm -hmm. "Ooh, are you supposed to be eating then i was like okay i know you're not supposed to do sushi but that's because it's uncooked i know you're not supposed to do like deli meats but that has something to do with i don't know yeah there's a lot of things you're not supposed to do and it's only because they can't test what's safe ah okay so I know that like there if are, you're going to eat yeah. reheated stuff, you have to reheat it super, super well. I guess I just thought that tuna salad sounded like um, very much like in the deli slash sushi category. But I suppose if it's been cooked, it's OK, right? Yeah. And canned tuna has been like vacuum sealed. Right. Okay. Whereas deli meat is like just sitting at a cool temperature. Yeah. It's not yeah, cold yeah, yeah. or hot. Um, right. yeah, so it, it can, it's the bacteria that you're worried about. But yeah, if you can eat fish, you're just supposed to, tuna can have a higher mercury content in general. So oh, you're just okay. supposed to like minimize it. Yeah, I think all mm. of us should, but especially when you're pregnant. But once again, it's because they just don't know. They can't tell you a safe amount. So right. they just say don't. Um, but I mean, Yeah. So tuna with pickles, which I like tuna salad. I don't think I want it with pickles, though. Really? Not. I guess I'm imagining them to be sweet pickles, and I don't know why. I think I like a crunch in my tuna salad, though. I like a lot of celery and lettuce and onion. Okay, so I don't do celery. I do it with pickles, but like, yes, um, like dill pickle. Like, Um, okay. my, My mom used to, when she ever, whenever she made it for us growing up, she would always like dice up. Yeah, pickles almost like relish yes exactly yes or just add relish but I don't like relish is sweet and I don't like that so usually just like dice up maybe she did just add relish I can't remember but I either dice up a pickle or I'll just slice pickles and put it on the bread Um, Mm. it feels very Jewish deli to me and I really like it Mm. do love a Jewish deli but yeah Mm. I like I like a pickle on the side but um I think it also sounds soggy. Like tuna salad can already be a soggy sandwich. I I minimize the ma- amount of mayo I use. Like light mayo, yeah. like light yeah. on the mayo. Add yeah. in some pickle and then I do mustard on the bread. But yeah, you have to Ooh. like kind of yeah. eat it right away. I do mayo and mustard in my tuna salad. Oh, okay. Yeah, mix her up. Um... These recipes are available on our website. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they're in the show notes. <laughs> in the show notes. I keep, I keep hearing podcasts that I listen to say, like, we'll link that in the show notes. And I'm like, does anybody know what what are the show notes? Like, is it just the description? Yeah. I mean, like, okay. when we started this podcast, we did, like, the a blog post for every episode. Sorry, we suck, you guys. I mean, I didn't keep up with that, but... Um, um, yeah, yes, I think it's usually I, in the like description if you read all the crap that's at the bottom of most podcasts. Not on ours because we don't put anything in there, but... We do a funny little could. quip of what to expect for the episode. Yeah, but you if you look that. at other podcasts, it's like a novella. Oh, yeah, but they're also like doing this professionally. Like we got professionals. day jobs. Yeah. But I just feel like show notes is such a like in the biz way to describe <laughs> the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Anyway, we're it's one of those showing our like hand and how unprofessional we are. Yeah. If only you guys would have been here listening to us try to start this episode recording, trying to count it in, you would um, stop listening Renee, right now. You're, sh- don't look at the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yes, this is the Wizard of Oz. Um, but anyway, tuna and pickles and, you know, Rachel's like, wait, did you put pickles on this? And then she starts getting sick and Joey's like, oh, pickle makes her sick and... Blah, blah, blah. And uh, Ross is like, I can't believe this. Like, I shouldn't be the one making her sick. Like, I should know this stuff. And, you know, I don't know any. And I'm the father. And I wish I was more involved. And you know all of this. And blah, blah, blah. And um, Joey really sweetly is like, hey, what a, what if, like, you know, because I'm here with Rachel. I'm here for the stuff. And Ross is missing yeah. everything. And maybe you two should live together. He just, like, he has that moment of, because, you know, when he's just like, all right, you guys, like, sit down. I need to talk to you. And he's just, it's just, he's being so selfless. Yeah. 
That's so sweet. It is sweet. It's really, really sweet. Um, I... Yeah, so he kind of suggests it, and Rachel's like, I don't think, you know, Ross wants me to live with him. And Ross looks at her with the biggest puppy dog eyes. Oh, like the saddest, um, droopiest eyes. And he's like, you know, I would love to be around for the baby. It could just be temporary, da 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 And he's like, it won't be romantic. It's not a big deal. I mean, I'm dating Mona. Crap, I was supposed to meet her an hour ago. Oh, my gosh, this poor That woman. one bothered me. Because I'm like, okay, if you get a, a like... Um, a panicky message come to the hospital I can understand why you just literally drop everything and go yes but you went and got Rachel a sandwich which is very sweet except you were supposed to meet your girlfriend an hour ago this is where it's no longer acceptable yeah. no, this, um, no this is this not is an Ramona's emergency like really playing second fiddle in his priority list here yes which she knew was and gonna happen she did. And Mona needs to say something. But um, they uh, they cut this out. But Rachel's like, oh, I don't know. Living with the father of the baby, a little conventional. And oh, Ross yeah, is true. like, hey, but you've always liked my building. I mean, there's more room. You could have a closet just for your shoes. And she's like, OK, you do know your audience. And uh, so they're, Ross is like, Joey, it's a really good idea. Da, da, da. And... Um, Ross is like, okay, that's great. And don't worry about moving. I'll take care of everything. I'll even start packing now. I guess they cut that out. And Joey's I like, think they did. Uh, Ross, that. Mona, Mona. He's like, damn Ugh. it. <laughs> Ugh. Um, it does feel a little bit like they're like shuffling Rachel around. And it, but remember, she's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, let's just do it as a trial. And I remember thinking mm-hmm. like, that would be annoying. But I guess she could just like pack a suitcase to go over there and try it and see if it's convenient or not. But she did yeah. like, didn't she just move? Yeah, I think the only saving grace on that is that Rachel is like us in our 20s where she didn't own anything outside of her bedroom. That's true. I guess the the biggest thing you have to move is your mattress. Right. Where it's like it's different now when you have an entire household of things that are definitely yours. Um, Yeah. Like when I moved to Nashville, I moved almost. It's true. But I moved almost everything in my Corolla because that's all I had. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Into that basement Um, bedroom. With that's the cave right. crickets. With all the cave crickets. Oh, my gosh. The worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> lived a very charmed life. Um, yeah. So as we know it, uh, Joey is going to move in. Oh, sorry. Rachel's going to move in with Ross. Oh, and Joey's sad little face. To Mona. Unbeknown- oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ross, just good decision after good decision. Just real, a real treat. Um, and lastly, we have Monica and Chandler. And they got a wedding present from Bob and Faye Bing, the world's ugliest clown punch bowl that also kind of looks like a light that would be hanging in like an Applebee's. Yeah, like a a Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. Very much a Ruby Tuesdays Uh lampshade. Mm -hmm. And it's very ugly and, uh... Chandler suggests returning it. Monica says there's no receipt. And they cut this part out when Chandler was like, how do, why don't we return it to the street, say from the balcony? No, like, trash he didn't. It. He didn't. That, that was in my version, at least. It shows that. No, no, no. Sorry. That like, was. But they cut out the next part, which oh, is Monica yeah. saying, we can't do that. What if they come to visit? And Chandler's like, let's cross that bridge with my aunt and uncle, who I haven't seen in 15 years unexpectedly drop by and demand a gigantic bowl of punch. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody come over and ask to see a gift that they gave you that you did not have no. any longer? No, I don't think I have. I think that would be really strange. Yeah. Um, I have heard some really good regifting stories where people regifted to the person that gave it to them. <gasps> and didn't realize oh <laughs> yes one of them is really funny so my friend Lydia throws this party pretty much every January where it is kind of like white elephant style but the idea is to bring a gift that you got around the holidays could be from white elephant from family whatever that either you already have or don't or can't use for whatever reason 
or you oh, just okay. don't want. That's nice. So like, so don't buy anything it's new. It's a re-gifting party. Don't buy anything new. It's an like up chances cycle. are. Exactly. Because a lot of it is all good stuff, but it's even like there's certain things like someone got you a coffee maker and you're like, but we already have a coffee maker or whatever. Yes, right. Yes. So, and especially things like white elephants, gifts from coworkers, it's not always like the most personalized and whatever. So she does this re-gifting party. It's often really good stuff. So smart. And one of the things one year was, this is, I think, a good example of something that is a really nice gift in theory, but it's one of those things that like people never end up using. And it was like an at-home pedicure tub. Mm. You so think like you want one of those, but you're and, like, I don't right. have the time for all this. Yes. But I also feel like that's something that somebody really nicely, like a mother-in-law would gift you. Thinking and it's this not is cheap. Really nice. Yes. Yeah, not cheap. Is. Very nice. Anyway, so this one girl brings this pedicure tub and she's like, funny enough, I already have one of these. Um, and my grandmother gave me this. But what's better is that I actually gave this to her three years ago because oh. I thought she would like it. <laughs> and oh. she gave it to me this year for Christmas. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, Grandma. Oh, it was really funny. So I have heard some stories like that, which are pretty hilarious. But um, no, no, I've never demanded. I mean, I I definitely hold the the gift should be enjoyed by the person. And if it's not being enjoyed by them, they should return it or, you know, whatever. 100%. It doesn't. I don't, I don't also, expect you to hold on. if you got somebody something that is your style, not their style. Yeah. Come on. Like, you can't. I guess a lot of people do get their feelings hurt about that. But, like, have some self-awareness. Yeah. The point of giving yeah. a gift is to do something nice for the other person. And so if it's not something that they want or like. Yeah. They then should return it. They should. Yeah. Like, if the point was for them to have something enjoyable. I don't know. I'm. I really like to give gifts that I feel like are meaningful because the person will like it. I'm not claiming that every single gift I've ever given is that uh, because I'm also very tardy. But like I wouldn't want to give somebody crap and then get upset if they or just you know what I mean? Even if I thought that I put a lot of thought into it, if it wasn't received the way that I wanted it to be received, I feel like I just need to get over that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, that's like a perfect example. It's like it could be a really nice gift, really thoughtful, but even being like, I don't have room for this in my house or yeah. I already have a standing date with a friend to get a pedicure every other month. Like there's right. a million reasons why a gift may not suit your needs or storage or whatever. Um, but yeah, that punch bowl, she ugly. Um, and so Monica decides in New York City where space is at a premium. She's like, let's just find a place for it. I know. I'm um, so surprised when she says, let's find a place for it. Like, yeah. really? You're going to hang on to it? Yeah. Um, and so Chandler's like listing all these things out. And Monica's like, did you forget everything you learned orientation? And he's like, what about At the closet orientation? by the bathroom? <laughs> what about the secret closet by the bathroom? And she's like, OK, I'll do it. And he's like, no, no. Let your husband take care of things once in a while. And he's like, it's off. You have to help me. <laughs> And she's like, I keep private things in there. It's feminine stuff. Oh, my gosh. When she's like, (laughs) feminine stuff. He's like, don't try to scare me. I was cracking up. Because do you remember we used to do this, Renee? Well, we did it once at least. With the public subs in the bag? No. What was that? Oh. (laughs) We were trying to sneak food into the water park. You're not allowed to bring any. So we put a bunch of tampons on top. And decided if they were going to question us, we would just cry and say we were on our period. <laughs> it worked, though. We had our public oh. subs in peace. See, we weren't bad kids, but everyone's... No, I was thinking about the one time we were in L.A. on a trip with our youth group. And... Um, we had heard we were like all staying at this one hotel or something and we had heard that like some people were like going out to the 7-eleven down the street to like get candy and like slurpees and stuff and we're like oh we want to go and they were like oh well you have to like go ask doug and so we were like okay so we like went and we're like hey doug can we go to the 7-eleven and he was like well you have to have a reason like why and we were like feminine Feminine stuff stuff. (laughs) i do not remember that I can't remember if it worked or if he knew we were trying to pull one over, but 
I feel like because he was like a late twenty something guy, he was probably and like didn't have any daughters. He was like, just go, <laughs> just go. Oh my gosh, that sucks. I'm sorry we used that as an excuse because then when people I'm really not, do it's need funny. it, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> do you know what? I'm not sorry. Men should get over it. Half the population are women, and, and feminine stuff is ever. It's whatever. Just get oh, over no, it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying the getting over it part. I'm saying using it as an excuse to get out of things when it's not real. Oh. The, the fake crying because we're on our period, that's pretty bad. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> or even lying that we needed to go somewhere because we needed feminine products. When okay, we just wanted to go. willing to lie. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I'm just like, eh. Yes. Because then when someone may, does yes. need to go, it's like, this is always They're the like, excuse. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Like, everyone's you, yeah. on their you. period all the time. Um, but... Uh, did I distract you? Yeah, now I don't remember. Oh yeah, the feminine stuff. Anyway, so, so Monica, he, try, he like jiggles, tries to jiggle it yeah. open, and she's like, "If you love me, you'll let it go." And then he, which does eventually. Okay, could you let this go? I don't think I could. Um, no, I don't think so. I think I. If would, Matt like, just had a locked cabinet yeah, no, or closet no. entire closet okay. once again in new york city here's here's some things i would never like snoop through ben's phone email files on his computer um ashley's just telling us what she's done earlier this morning i'm just like going through my morning agenda no like <laughs> that type of stuff to me is like there are reason like that's his private stuff um, if he had like like his bedside table, I probably wouldn't go through that either. Or, like his dresser. But if like okay, we live in a very small this is actually pretty relevant. We live in a small apartment. We'll say it's probably yeah. about the same size as Monica's. We have two closets for storage. Do you think so? Monica's apartment versus yours? Hers is definitely bigger. Oh, the living room, dining room, kitchen area is much bigger. Okay, I was thinking maybe it was much of a muchness. But it's but also a TV set. So, that's true. you know, we take do that have with storage, storage underneath. You have downstairs storage. Yes, you do. So I guess, if, assuming if we didn't have the downstairs, even if we did, if Ben was like, um, one of these closets is mine, don't ask why, I'd be like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he can have his own filing cabinet. I would never go through that. But, like, I yeah. would not be cool with him using an entire one of two closets in my house no with no ex- explanation it, that's it no explanation of what's in there and it's locked like that's just what weird. monica yeah. should have done i know she was thrown off and so she wasn't expecting but what she should have done was been like oh do you know what it's actually it's just a bunch of like cleaning supplies and spare whatever and backup and just you know like the the christmas um, decorations and the linens. Although I guess they do have that shared storage in the basement. I forgot about that. Um, but if she yeah. were to say, oh, it's just a bunch of like boxes and photo albums and different things. And you know what? I d- it is locked. I-, I have the key somewhere, but um, oh, it's, I don't know where it is. Just set set it down and I'll put it away later. Although he might not have believed set it down and I'll put it away later. Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? Know. Like, just play it as like, oh, yeah, I've got the key somewhere. Yeah, I forgot that I locked that. I'll find it later. I just think it's incredible that eight years in, no one has asked this question. It's a good point. I, and I was you know thinking what I mean? too. I was like, why is he only asking now? But I was like, I guess he yeah. only moved in like a couple months ago. No, years. Oh, right. They only got married a couple Vegas. months ago. That's right, yeah. but he did move in a while ago. Yeah, yeah, that's Yeah, right. can you imagine having a closet in your house that you didn't know what it opened? Unless you lived in a giant mansion, you just never went into half the rooms. But, like, I can't imagine after a couple years not knowing generally I mean, what was behind a door. It, this truly shows that Monica runs a tight ship and oh, Chandler she runs is a tight just ship. visiting. He- <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, I don't – I think it's completely unreasonable, and I would not let it go. I would for sure be trying to break – well, I probably would more so be arguing. Like, you need to tell me what's going on there because you're kind of freaking me out. I don't know what you could have in there that would need to be locked away from my eyes. Yeah. That's concern. Like, I just – I don't even know. Yeah. What is it, like, your bank robber apparel? Like, is there bodies in there? Why would you need to lock this closet? 
Ashley, yeah, tell I me. I hear you. Oh, um, it's feminine stuff, why. Renee. Gosh, ah, I love my period. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he does not let it go. He, in fact, did not let it go. And then he enlists Joey to help him. She did it. kind of back him into a corner here. She did. Well, I guess he's trying to open it. And then he's like, I wasn't trying to open your closet. I wasn't trying to open your closet. Oh, and that's that when so Joey funny. comments, Monica runs a pretty tight ship. And uh, <laughs> Joey Joey offers up a suggestion of what could be in there. Maybe it's Richard. Oh. Let me ask you, when's the last time you saw him? Or well, why would he be that- keeping you in there? Yes, because she's having her cake and eating it, too. Oh, Joey. You being the cake and Richard being the two. It could be millions and millions and millions of flesh-eating bugs. (laughs) Wouldn't kill you to respect your wife's privacy. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things when he's like, stupid closet full of bugs. Full of bugs, yeah. Watch your feet, there's bugs everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, they cut that out when they go to the hospital. But... Um, Joey also tries to help later, uh, with some bobby pins. Breaking into it, yeah. Yeah, Monica's quote unquote. While they're, um, while they're discussing Joey's crush on Rachel and also trying to, like, hack into the closet. I don't know what it is about this scene, but it just feels... I get that this is a fictional TV show, but I feel like usually the writers do a really good job of like, even when it's crazy scenarios, it's like they find a way to be like, well, yeah, of course it just like escalated and here's where we're at. And like the characters do a really good job, like taking you on the journey. So it's believable. There's something about this scene that just feels so unnatural of like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And that's so dumb. It doesn't matter, but it was just unsettling. Like, when they're trying to unlock the door? Yeah, and, and, like, when they're trying to unlock the door while having, like, guy talk about Joey's feelings. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? Oh, no, wait. The, there was a there was something last episode, too, where when Chandler was in the bath, and he's like, and, of course, the glue that holds us all together, the rules. And yeah. it's just, like, there's a few... Was something going on with Matthew Perry in these couple episodes? Because it just doesn't feel... I just don't buy it. There's just something weird about, like, his character and these couple... And I'll have to pay attention next week, too. But, like, Mm. I just... Just him sitting there with, like, so, how's your inappropriately... Here's the world's most inappropriate crush or whatever he said. I don't know. It just doesn't... It just doesn't... I just don't... It it makes me Mm. feel weird, and I don't know why. Okay. I've never caught that, but... It's okay. I'll go talk about it in therapy. I clearly have a problem with it. Um, well, anyway, Chandler finally gets it open. And he's like, I opened this all myself using my wife's tools. Taking off the hinges is, that's a, that's a thought. That's the way to do it, I think. Mm, I guess. Um, and she opens it and it's just a, it's just what everything else looks like in everybody else's life. I was about to say, I was like, I kind of feel like that looks like my hall closet normally. So, oops. Yeah, I, my basement is kind of like more haphazard. Every winter we're like, we're going to organize the basement. And here we are not organizing the basement. And it's not like, we've got better things to do. We've got lives to live. Who has the time? Um, I mean, I could make the time in the winter, in the evenings when I'm just like, it's dark. I can't leave my house. Um, yeah, it wouldn't, honestly, I did a like quick clean out earlier this year. It would not take much time if Matt and I went down there together and we're just like, this is mine. This is yours. This is trash. Cause the problem is, is there's a lot down there that neither one of us are sure if it's the other ones, but we just know it's not ours, but I'm like, I don't want to throw it out. What if you just were like, okay, every Tuesday for the next four weeks, we're just going to go spend a couple hours down there and just like smash it out. It's a great idea. I just never want to when the time comes. Every winter, literally every winter, Matt's like, we really should put some time aside and do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm, we should. Do your egg we timer totally trick. Should. Yeah, I should. 
That's why I'm saying just like an hour. And so, or if it's just like, okay, we're going to do those four boxes over there and then we're done. And then at least you've like nibbled off a little bit of it. It just probably feels insurmountable. Yeah. It just feels like a lot of random stuff. It's not like one category. It's not like going through your clothes or the kitchen, you know? Yeah. It's like clothes and kitchen and tools. And you're like, I don't know. I hate this. It's it's everything. Yeah. Anyway, so Monica's messy and she's like, you know, I have an idea. What? What if you like hired a professional organizer so that it's it's not it's that it's you have more, to do it. We have to do it because a lot of it is like, is this worth keeping? Is this right. half can of paint solid? Um, is this box just another box with a box inside? <laughs> Nobody knows. It's very random. We have that in our basement too, and I hate it all. So I hear you. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. There's still more storage. So I'm not going to worry about this yet. I know. That's the problem. That's the thing is like, I got it organized just enough to where it's like pretty functional. And so I'm like, we can walk around. The things I need to access are accessible. We're good. Like, it's really not that bad down here. Over there. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, there might be a reckoning coming. I don't know. But. Monica's like, it didn't fit into a category, so I had to put it in there. I'm just so organized that, okay, fine. I'm sick. I'm disgusting. Um, But the, I love when he's like. They cut out where he's like, what is this? And she's like, okay, well, actually, it's not disorganized. None of this stuff fit anywhere else. So you see, and he's like, that's right before he starts dun, singing. Dun, 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 um, and then she breaks down, yeah. Yeah. But he's like, okay, well, now that I know about the closet, maybe we can share it if I have some stuff lying around. And she's like, um, I'm just afraid you might mess it up. Oh, so funny. Classic Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then kind of to wrap us up, Joey or Chandler goes to check on Joey and he's drinking some OJ with a kick. Uh, because it's got, it's past its expiration date and he's like, I'm just a lone wolf and I can walk around naked and, you know, do whatever I want. What's a wolf got to do to get a hug around here? So he's sad because Rachel moved out, but I think he did the right thing, at least in suggesting it. And I mean, we all know what happens, but I think it was a good idea. It was, and I feel like it was a very, very selfless act. Ah, Joey, selfless acts do exist. Ah, look at that. Look at you from the future could have told you this. Maybe maybe pre-season or whatever it was, season three, Joey just was too selfish, but now he's not. Maybe. He's matured. He's matured. Oh, how nice. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of what our friends are up to this week. So, Joey's still in love. Ross is still unaware. Monica's messy, I guess. Um, But next week is the one with the birthing video. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think I know what's coming, but we're going to have some opinions on things we've never done. So, here, (laughs) get ready. What else is new? I know. Welcome. (laughs) Every week. Welcome to this podcast. Okay, guys, thanks for being here. We'll see you next week for the one with the birthing video. See you then. Bye. See you then. Bye.